the the beer over here is better. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know the region where they source their their ingredients. I, I think that's probably it. Like the weather, maybe I don't know, but but the wet like the beer here, uh, specifically like craft beer, is is way better than Texas. Like it, it is like. Uh, especially the Pacific Northwest. The Pacific Northwest probably has the best beer I've ever had. That in like Eastern Europe, like the, like those two, like incredible beer. Mexico too, though. Mexico, ooh, Mexico. When you the 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 Corona there, or like Victoria or or, or or Indio. Oh man, like that's that's some top tier shit too. So I. You know what? At the end of the day, I'm just going to drink the beer. <laughs> I don't care. Like, beer is good. Beer, wherever it comes from, is good. Uh, except, except like, bush light. I fucking hate that shit. Do not give me a bush light. That's offensive. You're insulting me if you offer me one of those. Do not, do not give me that. Uh, but aside from that, let, let's crush some beers. All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Thinking Twice. I'm your host, Jesus Aleman, and and man, I, I took a little break there, huh? Uh, <laughs> no, a lot, a lot happened. I, I, I'm officially recording this podcast from LA, uh, and 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 honestly, like I, I think I've settled down. I, I think, um, you know, I've been here for oof, a little over two months. And 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 I, I feel comfortable now in LA. I was taking a, a, a bit. It was taking a while, but but uh, but I think I'm I, I I'm enjoying it. I'm starting to enjoy. It. I mean, I, not that I wasn't enjoying it, but I think I feel like fuck. I'm I'm here in LA, <laughs> you know. Uh, and so that's that. That's why uh, it was taking a while to to record an episode. Also, I'm, I've been trying to get guests. Uh, I've been trying to bring in some people. Um, that hasn't been a success obviously <laughs> but but we're gonna do this podcast uh you know solo i've done it before so why not do it again but normally i like i like having guests but but you know the show must go on and i felt like i needed to put an episode out because the season's not over i still want to put in some episodes and uh and hopefully i i get to bring some 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 guests here in, in the near future um and you know with the coordination and just meeting people it has, hasn't really aligned i want to i want to bring in a new perspective right like some of these uh california hispanics over here or just in general the californians like like it's it's an interesting lifestyle that they have over here a little different than than what we have back in texas but but let's see let's see if we could get some some people here and then the diversity here i mean i'm getting ahead of myself but the diversity here is is pretty cool um so we'll see I'm working on that. <laughs> uh, other than that, though, uh, yeah, again, we're here in L.A. Um, the weather is fantastic. Fall is approaching. I know a lot a lot of places in, in in the country are already starting to feel like fall. So that's good, right? That was a fucking crazy-ass summer. The, the heat, man. <laughs> um, let's see. My fantasy team, not that anyone cares. I'm... I'm I'm fucking horrible. I'm tied for last place. <laughs> uh, it, it's not my fault. I mean, I I don't go out there and play. But maybe I should make better. I should I should put some some better players. Do do a little bit more research. I just don't want to get too invested into it because then, I, then th- th- that's how you psych yourself out, right? Like, you know, it's like those those players you have on your bench do good, and then you, you you're like fuck it, I'm gonna start them, and then 
they do sh- shit like fucking Amari Cooper. I, I've been having him bench for like, I don't know, three weeks. And then I put him today and he fucking only gave me like two points. Fuck that. I don't know. Anyways, whatever, whatever. We'll bounce back though. The season's not over. It's we'll, we'll see. Hopefully I don't get last place. Cause I don't want to be at IHOP eating pancakes for 24 hours. <laughs> Let's see what else. Well, like I mentioned, I did want to bring in an episode, and I think this episode we're going to discuss moving somewhere new, part two, because uh, we did a part one already with uh, Alonso when he moved to to Houston. Man, this is like season one stuff before the pandemic. Shit, fuck. <laughs> uh, but 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 you know, nevertheless, let's let's jump in it. Uh, but before that, you know, let's talk a little, a little. Yeah, damn, I haven't done this in a while. Uh, uh, let's do a little, a little current events. There it goes. My God, I can't believe I forgot that. So, uh, Hispanic heritage, it's going on, and uh, you know, I, I do appreciate the month. I do, uh, I do see the the importance to it, but I don't know. Sometimes it, it it's. It's kind of weird when you keep getting it from from brands and companies and stuff like that. Uh, like I remember growing up, like it wasn't a thing for companies and brands to do that. Like I remember it was just like something we did at school where we learned about Cesar Chavez or you know stuff like that. All the all the great uh, Hispanic Americans that contributed to the U.S. history. You know, it was shit like that. And now it just feels like brands are pushing it to us, and it's it's weird for me to say because I'm an advertiser uh, and I'm in this business, right? Uh, but you know, some companies get it right, some companies don't. But but I think uh, I I don't know how I feel about it. Um, also, I feel weird doing this podcast by myself and talking to you on the other side of the of the speaker. But I don't see you. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but 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 you know, I I the, I mean, there's there's some good stuff. Like Target always does good stuff because they. I, I like it when brands don't just talk about it. You know, they actually, they walk the talk, right? They, 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 they put their money where their mouth is and, and they do cool stuff like target. Like, you know, they're pushing Hispanic vendors, like the Hispanic vendors that they have, they push it out in target and, 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 and try to get their supplies out on, on, on their, on their shelves and, and push their product. And, and I think that's very cool. Right. But then there's brands that just put out like, Oh, we support the Hispanic community. Oh, bitch i hope I, I sure hope so like you don't need a month to to uh to come out and say that like uh, you should be doing that regularly what the fuck <laughs> but but you know the nfl oh my that one was just a big ass blunder like i don't know if you guys seen it the nfl though they they put the the enye on the end and fell and they have like a whole spiel about it but it just kind of came off i don't know it, it i saw me and so i didn't know about it and then i like i saw it and i'm like i'm like whatever but then i saw a a, 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 a tweet and it was um it was that that this is going to be an office reference sorry uh but it was that episode where oscar wants to in like season two or season three i don't remember i don't remember but anyways oscar's coming back to work to the office after being outed as gay oscar's hispanic and so they want to throw a big party for his welcome back and they try to get everything Mexican because he's Mexican. And so uh, Ryan grabs the, the lemonade and he's squiggling the enion le- lemonade. So it's like lemonade. 
and and he just shrugs and and like that's honestly what it felt like like when the NFL did that like and yeah NFL like it doesn't make sense like I get I get it but but it's not I don't know it's not accurate it's not it, it doesn't do a difference like eating I don't know just horribly executed like I, I like I like it when like brands you know if you're getting like Hispanic like take take a chance on Hispanics right put some Hispanic people on their leadership put some Hispanics on. On, on, on your executive board, right? Uh, or, or, or even provide great resources for Hispanics. Give out some, some pretty school, cool scholarships, right? You know, you got the money. Fuck, I hope so. Like, do something more for the community than just saying, hey, we support you. Bitch, how? Show us. You know? Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry for my language. I've been drinking a few IPAs. But, but anyways, yeah, so... That, that's how I feel about Hispanic heritage. Again, though, I I love it, and it really comes to to another another part of Hispanic heritage that that's really interesting because uh, I've been seeing this a lot too. This uh, this this notion of uh, you know ni de aquí ni de allá, which is you know not from here and not from there, and you know that that's that's really how it how it feels like. I mean, I I've seen it a lot, and and, and I'm glad that there's other people out there that can relate to this. Um, but you know that that's how it really feels that's you know when when i go to mexico when i used to go to mexico you know you know my family always always going to treat me like one of them because we're family right like if i had a cousin in germany that was german or a cousin that was japanese or, or whatever the case was like they're still family i'm still going to treat them like family right but like when i go out there and meet strangers or or meet other people that aren't part of the the social or my 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 family whatever the social group you know, they see me different. They don't see me as Mexicans. They see me, and it's crazy because I'm brown, right? I, I'm constantly reminded by my friends. My nickname's Toast. <laughs> uh, but, but that, that you know, I'm straight up Mexican. I look Mexican. I, and when I'm over there, I don't feel like it. I, I, I feel American, right? I feel like, like I don't feel like I belong with them. But, you know, and then when I'm over here, I'm the Mexican guy with my with my friends, right? I'm the Mexican guy, which which is you know whatever. The, the U.S. is a melting pot, and it really got really confusing when I joined the military, when I joined the Marine Corps, uh, because now I I swore my life, right? I, I swore to the Constitution to defend this country from foreign enemies and domestic, and and that whole spiel, and and so now like I have like this American pride that I always carry with me because of that experience, and so. You know, I get a lot of shit when I, it's like when it comes to soccer, like I, I, I'm team USA. Like, what do you want me to do? That's my country. Um, but, you know, it just it's just a really weird time. Um, and and I think as Hispanics, you're constantly reminded of that. But it's really good to to, you know. To relate to other people, to relate to other Hispanics, you know, I think that's why we like I uh, like like. That's what we like this month, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, for me, I, I like meeting old school Hispanics, you know, people that, that went through my shoes a few years, you know, before me, a few decades before me. And, and, and that's always cool meeting people like that. That's why I love Tejano culture, right? Tejano culture is really cool because it's a fusion of, 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 of people that have have been acculturated to, to the U.S., have, have you know, they... Tejano, Tejano artists, like, you know, they, like Selena, like she was a big, uh, Donna Summers fans, you know, like, like stuff like that. I don't know if that, that made sense. Hopefully it did, but I don't know. 
I don't even think it made sense now thinking about it. <laughs> but but yeah, so I, I guess Hispanic Heritage Month, let's appreciate it and, and let's uh, keep the celebration going. And of course, don't forget where you're from. You know, I, I that's one thing. Oh, that's one thing that I also do. Like, you know, I'm 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 my parents are from Mexico. Um, I, I'm Mexican American. And I try to do whatever I can to learn more about my culture, right? Not just like from the stereotypes, not just from like the oh, you know, you got to drink Corona or Pacifico or carne asada or all that shit, or the, the food, whatever. Like I try to learn more about it. I've been trying to learn more about their political system, how that works. I've been trying to learn more about the history. I even downloaded Pantaya at one point to watch like um, they got like their drunk drunk history version of um, of like Spanish like of. Mexican history and Latin American, but, but it's been pretty cool. And, and, and I've been learning that a lot and I've been, I've been trying to, I'm, I'm, I'm more curious to that. Right. And I'm trying to, and also my Spanish vocabulary, I've been trying to expand it more just because, you know, we, we, you know, coming from immigrant, immigrant parents, you know, you know, some of our parents didn't, didn't finish school. They probably just learned the basics and they probably, probably have a really, you know, uh, not not that advanced of a vocabulary right and you know some some of our family members are you know are, are illiterate they can't read or, or maybe they can't write you know like like my grandma you know my grandparents for instance uh like like my grandma couldn't couldn't uh you know i mean she can't read or write and which is funny because she has a facebook i don't know <laughs> i don't know which of my cousins made it but i remember i'm like hello I got, I got like a Facebook invite notification one time and I'm like, my grandma, what the fuck? Who the fuck made this? Um, but, um, but you know, like I remember when I was little, you know, she couldn't read or write, so you can't send letters. Or if you do, someone else has to write them for you. Someone else has to read them. And I, I like during the VHS, like I remember everybody used to send VHS videos and, and, um, uh, you know, stuff like that. And now, I mean, I guess now everybody has like FaceTime, uh, <laughs> but, but you know, stuff like that. So, so going back to, to what I was saying is, is, you know, try to learn a little bit more. Uh, I, I, I know that's, that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, you know, I should have minored like in Mexican studies or something. Cause sometimes, you know, history gets it wrong. Um, you know, what you learn in school, sometimes it's not as accurate. Uh, like, like the Alamo for instance. Oh my God, that's, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to go there, but, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, learn more about where you're from and, and celebrate it celebrate hispanic heritage all right that's that's hispanic heritage all right so let's let's get into our topic of today of moving somewhere new okay so i'm gonna go through these questions kind of like a panel oh man it just feels so fucking weird not having, having someone to talk to or whatever uh Okay, fuck it. Here we go. Here we go. So, so Mr. Toast, Jesus. <laughs> now, uh, so what made you leave your previous job? Uh, yeah, I mean, so so as everybody knows, I I I went I went to school. I don't know if you know. I went to UT. Ah, just kidding. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, but no, no, no. Yeah. So, so I think I think uh, you know I probably mentioned this before in, in another podcast or so. But, uh, you know, I, I was getting a little burnt out at work, uh, when the pandemic happened, everything just shifted really quick. We all started working from home and, and hours got longer, you know, 
lunch breaks didn't exist. I don't know if I was the only one, but I'm sure like every like everyone else we were working through lunch. Especially when you have people working in different time zones. It is just a mess. And I was getting kind of burnt out. I was like, ah. You know. Uh, and then I just thought of going to grad school. I, I felt like it was the right opportunity. I felt like I needed to learn more. And I wanted to go back to, to become better in my field. And, you know, start getting the promotions that I want. Started, you know, going into more uh, focus like an area more focused on what I wanted. And, and I'm really thankful for the time I had at the old company that I was at. I really learned a lot. I still think there was a lot to learn, but I think just, just the place I was at, I just needed a break from, from work. Right. I just needed a break. I'm like, fuck, like, you know, it was a pandemic. It, it affected everyone differently for me. I just didn't want to work. I just needed a break. I needed to take, take a break, pause, reflect, uh, and, and just, uh, get, think of what I needed. Now, uh, when I was there, I thought I was going to make a career change. I, I didn't think I was going to go back to advertising, but I'm back again, baby. <laughs> uh, I'm in another, I'm in another field though, or, or like I'm, I'm in the same field, but I'm in another area. That's better. And, and I'm enjoying it so far. So that's been good. But th- like, there was nothing wrong with the company. Like the company is great. Uh, you know, everyone's going to have their, their own, our own opinions about the company or, or, you know, wherever you're at, like everyone's going to have a different experience than everyone else. But for me, I just needed a break because, uh, like the pandemic just really, you know, working from home, staying at home every day. Like it just really, I mean, I'm an extrovert. I need to be around people. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. No, but like, no, not really. But like, but like for me, I just needed, I just needed a break. And, and that was it. There was nothing wrong with my job. Uh, my leader, my team was great. I love my team. We still keep in contact. Uh, I still talk to people that I worked at that company, even if they're not there. But like, it, it, I just needed a break. And, and for me, gra- like grad school was there, and the, the opportunity came too. Like, like I applied. I didn't think I was going to get in. I, I didn't even take the GRE. Like they they waived it because 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 of, of the pandemic. So like, I had to rely a lot on like what I did on undergrad and my experience that I had and I had to rely on that on my application. And so like, it just, it just felt right to go. Uh, and, and it was good. I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I did it. I, I, I learned more. Uh, I, now I'm in this, I'm still in this field, but I feel, I feel like I, I, I got a great experience from my job and, and from grad school. So yeah, my, my network grew. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's nice to know people in the industry and all my classmates are everywhere. Like, all over the u.s so that's pretty cool um but that's that's pretty much why i left uh my job to go to grad school and 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 we wanted to see what was going to happen after that um so this next question is why los angeles what is it about it that made you come here i i wasn't planning on going to la (laughs) i really wasn't i think uh you know my close friends will tell you that that i i had an itch to leave texas i didn't know where you know I mean, New York would have been cool, Chicago, but I promise you, even Austin, I, I was like, should I stay in Austin? Even though it's changed, it's different, it's not the same Austin, it's not weird anymore, all the people from LA change it, which which is what I did, I did, I did the opposite, right? I'm fighting back. <laughs> I uh, I came here uh, to, to let them know how, how we feel. <laughs> no, no, uh, no, but LA was not in the picture, like, at all. Like, I was looking... I was looking out of state, but I was primarily looking at Austin, Dallas, 
I know, right? Dallas? What? Um, no, but but it was like Austin, Dallas or, 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 or somewhere up north. But L.A., like I didn't even think about it. Um, I was like, whatever. When the offer came, I was like, fuck, dude. Uh, should I? Should I not? And, 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 and it's not like I wasn't familiar with the area because I was stationed probably two hours away from here. One hour without traffic, but with traffic two hours near San Clemente at Camp Pendleton. And so I was familiar with this area. I hadn't explored everything though. Like I just did the touristy shed and probably uh, the uh, Figueroa area by uh, East LA and, and all that stuff. Like that's what I knew. Lincoln Heights. That's where my, my homie lived in Lincoln Heights and, and uh, Verdugo. And anyways, that area close to Glendale. So I knew that area, but I never really explored the other side, like Santa Monica, Culver City, where I'm at. Like, I, I, I didn't even think about it. Like, just Hollywood, the basic shit, right? So I was like, I'm not, not, I'm not that uh, unfamiliar with it. Like, you know, I've been around there. I know, what, I know what the vibe's like. Fuck it, you know. Let's do it. Uh, but, but. Here we are. Um, I, I really like it now. LA is fucking huge. And it's been pretty cool. It's been pretty cool. But like, but but it's crazy. Like when I was in school, I did not think I was going to come out here. And, and and as much as I wanted to leave Texas, I thought I had already like closed this this chapter of the West Coast. Um, when, 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 I, when I went back to Texas after I left the Marines. So to come back here, I was really surprised. Uh, and I think a lot of people were surprised too. Like, what, really? Uh, but here we are. Here we are. Um, so, how, how did how did your family feel about moving? Uh, so my, I think my family got used to me traveling and and bouncing around because of the, my time at the Marine Corps. Right? I, you know, I deployed. I, I was stationed away for four years. After I got out, I went to college in San Marcos. Uh, and, and so they're, 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 they got used to me, you know, bouncing, bouncing around and around. So I don't think that that was much of a, much of a, uh, a change for them. Uh, I did move back though, after I graduated college, when I got my first job in, in Houston, like I moved back then with my parents just because of the way that I got hired and did start dating and everything. But, uh, you know. I think they're supportive. I really want them to come out. Um, but you know, they haven't had the chance and I, and I, I hope, I hope they come soon because LA is pretty rad. <laughs> uh, they have been to, to San Diego. I remember when I graduated boot camp, my, both of my parents came out to see me with the, the girlfriend I was seeing at the time. Um, obviously not with her, but they came down and, and they really enjoyed San Diego. They, 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 it reminded them of Mexico, which, which I see it too, because, there's a shitload of fucking hills and mountains and where we're from in Querétaro, like it's the same shit, hills, mountains, the weather's identical pretty much. Yeah. Like cold, cold at in the evenings and the mornings and hot and during the day. So, so we'll see. Um, what are some of the first, uh, what were some of your first steps to move into LA? So, so the move came quick, right? So I got the job offer in April. Yeah, it was like April. I got the job offer in April and I accepted it like 
halfway through April, like probably towards the end of April, I, I accepted it. And the condition was that I get to stay half the summer in, in Austin. And which was perfect for me because I got to write out my lease. And then when my lease ended, I, I was bouncing around uh, from Houston and Austin. Uh, I wanted to stay in Houston. It was just too fucking hot. <laughs> it's just too hot. And then my sister had two cats. And turns out I'm allergic to cats. I, I, when I grew up, we didn't, we didn't have cats. Um, we had dogs. And so, you know, I, got, I, came, I came home and I thought I had COVID. I'm like, dude, I'm sneezing and all this. But, but, you know, I didn't have the other symptoms. And then uh, I was like, dude, I don't know what it is. And so my friend who, who's allergic to cats, uh, Sam, shout out Sam. He's like, dude, just take some, uh, take some Allegra and see if you calm down. And if you don't, you know, you got to go get tested and do the, the whole song and dance for, for COVID. And I'm like, yeah, let me, let me see. Because I didn't feel like I didn't have like the other, like I didn't have the symptoms of COVID. I just just sneezing and. And, and um, sneezing, coughing, you know, it, it, it really, when I was telling my homies, like, dude, that sounds like allergies. Take a leg or see how it feels. So I took it, bro. I was fucking feeling myself the next, like within, within 10 hours, I was already up and running. Like, dude, fuck, I'm allergic to cats. So I had to go back and, and I stayed with my friend Marco, which was on the other episode. Shout out Marco. Wrapped up his internship at Aldi. Great job. Um, but, but yeah, so I was like, yeah, I'm allergic to cats. Uh, and so the month of May kind of, I'm kind of everywhere. Sorry about that. But the month of May, I was like, okay, I got to figure out how to take everything to LA. Uh, there's a, there's a few things going on. One was I don't, I don't have a car. Last time I moved to LA, I had a car this time. I don't have a car. Uh, and, and, and I, I, you know, that was, that was an executive order there that I made <laughs> because, when I moved to Austin, I didn't, I didn't want to pay for a car. Like I'm not going to be working. I'm just going to be going to school full time. Literally Monday through Friday, I was on campus. So I, I didn't have time to work. And, and so I was like, okay, I can't, I can't have a car. So truck, whatever. Uh, I was going to get out and I'm like, should I get a truck? Should I not? And I was like, I really do not want to haul everything to, um, to, um, LA from Austin and that's a fucking long drive and and so I was like but if I have to I have to so I started looking at prices and I started looking at stuff I, I use U-Haul U-Haul was probably like the the easiest thing for me to use Re really great user experience kind of kind of I mean probably the best out there and still it needs work <laughs> but but I found U-Haul and they're gonna uh, you know to rent a truck it was like a thousand bucks to take it all the way to LA and I'm like fuck dude so then I saw that they have these U, U containers. And so pretty much is a, it's, it's, a, it's a container and you stuff the container with all your shit. They come and they pick it up and then they ship it to wherever you're going and then they bring it out and then they move all your shit in. And I'm like, dude, fuck it. Let's do that. It was the same price. The company uh, that I got hired with, they offered, um, what is it? Uh, fuck. I'm already forgetting. A relocation package. They they gave me a relocation allowance. They're like, figure your shit out. So I did it. Um and so that that part wasn't moved. The logistics wasn't that hard. What was hard was finding an apartment. Like that shit. Oh my god. It I got the job offer in April. And so in like mid April, late April, I was like, you know what, I'm not gonna worry about that right now. 
let me just finish school. Let me just get through it. Once school's over, I'm focusing on finding an apartment. And so all of May and June, two months, I was apartment hunting for two freaking months and I couldn't find anything. And I'm telling you, like, I would get frustrated and, I, you know, I was looking at neighborhoods and, and the thing is, it's like, I, like I'm, I'm familiar with LA, but I don't know LA and, and everything was like three, $4,000 for where, where like the area I work at near Playa del Rey, Marina, uh, fuck, I don't even know, near Venice, right? Like all that shit was fucking expensive. I'm like, fuck, dude, what am I going to do? I, I couldn't find anything. And then uh, I was like, am I going to drive there? I really hate fucking traffic. Like I fucking hate traffic. And so I was like, I don't want to live too far out. Like, I don't want to live in Orange County or, you know, I'll buy, 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 uh, like by Pasadena or anything like that. Like I need to live close, like within, like I gave myself a 10 mile radius from, from my job. Like that's as far as I go. I don't want to live in the Valley. I don't want to live in Thousand Oaks. Like I, I don't. Um, and so I was apartment hunting and then. You know, I, I came to the conclusion that I, I couldn't afford living by myself. Like, I, I can't. Like, it's, it's, I mean, I could, but I don't want to. Like, that's a lot of money. That's, that would have that been like more than half of my paycheck. So I was like, no, 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 no. I need to find a roommate. And so that process fucking sucked too because I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find anyone. Everybody was so sketchy or, or, you know, if there was one disagreement, you they would ghost you and and i'm not gonna lie i ghost like one or two people and and i'm sorry about that you know but it just it was just hard to find a roommate and i tried everything i tried roommates.com i tried fucking the roommates.com thing i had found someone we were apartment hunting i gave him my information i gave him some of my pay stubs but you know he said it wasn't gonna work out i said okay because he had like found another dude it was just a mess Hopefully that dude doesn't steal my identity, <laughs> uh, but I don't think he is. He he seemed legit. Like we we Facetime a few times. Fuck, I don't even know now. No, I'm not gonna psych myself out. I uh, so far he hasn't stolen my identity. Um, but but you know it was just ridiculous. And so it was like two weeks before before I was leaving. I was at Marco's apartment. I think Marco had gone to a wedding, so I was by myself in his apartment, and that whole fucking time, literally the whole time he was gone, I was like looking, 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 calling places, looking, calling places, and I started like exploring out and out and out, and I started exploring the, um, I started exploring like uh, the the train routes and bus routes to see what I could take. Because again, I was like, I don't, I, 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 I know I understand you need a car in LA and, and even to this day, like I think you do, but, but I've been managing not needing one. And so that's been pretty cool because I did my research with the Metro. And so I picked something close to the train station. And finally I found a neighborhood in Koreatown called Koreatown. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I, I looked in Koreatown and, and, Rent was cool. Like I, I got everything that I needed in my apartment, a washer and dryer, which is really fucking important. Uh, AC, which saying AC sounds a little weird, especially like if you live in Texas, but here in California, some of the infrastructure because the weather is fucking tits all like it's fucking amazing all day. You don't need a AC unit. All you need is open your windows and a fan and you could get by. 
right? So some buildings don't even have ACs. But I was like, I'm a Texas boy, man. I need. I sweat at night. Like I need AC. Like wind ain't just gonna cut it. Like <laughs> uh, so, I got AC on it, uh, and and here I am. And like it's like when if you live closer to the beach, like Santa Monica, Venice, like I guarantee you, like there's buildings with no AC. Like all you need to do is open windows, which is very cool. But I don't know. I guess I'm just taxing. Taxing. <laughs> So anyways, I found it. We're good to go. So I, I, I couched there for four, four weeks at my parents and at Marcos. And then finally I came over here and I stayed for two, two months uh, without going to Texas. Uh, and I guess this, this uh, takes me to my next question is how long did it take you to get adjusted and comfortable? So th- thank you, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> It's so weird. It's so weird doing this by myself. Nah, it's not that weird. It's kind of weird. A little weird. I've been drinking, so it's it's been fun. Uh yeah. So so out of here two two months without going to Texas. Uh, obviously, like like the, the first things that really sucked was the time change. Right, LA is two hours behind. Uh I was, I was, I would get sleepy early, dude. Like by nine, ten o'clock, I'm tired, bro. I'm like, oh, I'm sleepy, and and uh, I'd have to fight it because in Texas I don't go to sleep at ten. You know, in Texas I'm going to sleep at midnight, and so I was like, no, gotta fight it, gotta fight it. Uh, and so I adjusted. I, it took me like a week and a half to get it really adjusted, get my internal clock reset. It, you know, um. And yeah, no, it was, it was tight. Like it was cool. Um, I'm sorry. What was the question? Oh, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. So, 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 so that, that, that was one, one aspect that the time change, the time difference. And it sucks like when your whole social life lives in another time zone, right? Because about 90% of people listening to this podcast is still central time. And so you guys are two hours ahead of me and dude, every fucking morning I wake up with a shitload of notifications because you guys are up and running, right? And so I have, you know, my group friends, you know, I got my friends from high school, friends from college, friends from grad school. And so I have all, I'm on all these group chats and everybody's up and running like at 9, 8 a.m., which is really early over here. It's like 6, 7 a.m. 7 a.m. is still early for me. <laughs> I wake up at 7. Like at 7, I wake up. I'm not a morning person. I, I like to think that I am, but I'm maybe, I don't know. Sometimes I'm not. It depends on the day. It depends what I did the night before. Uh, but anyway, so I, I always get these messages. So, so I'm like, fuck, dude. Like you feel left out, kind of, because everything's over there and you're over here, and and I'm trying to establish my my life over here, and and you know, it's a little tough. It's a little tough going into a new city, right? Uh, making friends, making meeting new people. Um. But I try to make it work. You know, Texas X is LA has been really cool. Uh, you know, I've been meeting people from, from Texas. Every time I wear my Longhorn shirt or my hat, I always get a hook them, which is pretty cool. Uh, I wish it was like that for, for Texas State. Like if there were some Bobcats around in the area. You know, to be honest, I haven't made an effort to to look for any Bobcats around. Or even any like fraternity brothers from, from Modify. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a little tough. So I like to explore by myself. I like to check out new neighborhoods every weekend, you know, uh, there's a, there's a few that I can cross off and there's a few that I'm still trying to explore, you know, Boyle Heights, I've been to Boyle Heights, been to East LA, uh, been to downtown Koreatown, Silver Lake, uh, Echo Park, 
you know, the central area are, are really much to it. I haven't really explored the other side, like Cobra City, Santa Monica, Venice. I've been once or twice, but but I I'm not really familiar with that area. Uh, Sunset is, is is West Hollywood. That area has been been pretty new to me. Um, and so, you know, I try, I try to do something, something different. And then LA is pretty cool because, you know, you got Orange County and San Diego, not too far from you. So I've been going to San Diego. I've been to San Diego a few times, uh, Orange County. I mean, there's other than Disneyland and that's pretty much it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but I mean, uh, Orange County is all right. Orange County's all right. I got a friend, I got a buddy, Enrique, shout out Enrique, which I'm watching his dogs right now, by the way. Um, they've been behaving though, kind of, um, but you know, uh, he lives in San Clemente, so every time I get a chance to go to San Clemente, I'll go. Uh, and, and that's pretty much it. I, I like it. I want to go do more some uh, some some more exploring. Maybe go to Joshua Tree or Big uh, Big Bear. But we'll see. Um, but but again, like I think one of the cool things about LA is that there's a lot of Mexicans, <laughs> and and that makes me feel like at home. Right? That makes me comfortable. And so, which, 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 like, I think about it and I'm like, dude, like, it's crazy. Like, like for, you know, people that go to like, like New York, there's not a lot of Mexicans. I mean, you can find them, but not the amount of like LA, like LA is huge. Like I went to a Mexican, Mexico versus Peru at the Rose Bowl and bro, I felt like I was at home. Right. Even though there's certain nuances that make LA people, LA Mexicans different from, from Tex-Mex, like there, there's, there's, there's differences, you know, little things here and there, but, I, but at the end of the day, like I still get reminded of home and I still get reminded of family. Right. So that, that hasn't been too bad. And then, um, you know, my coworkers are pretty cool. You know, they, they don't really hang out socially, which, which I get it. It's cool. Whatever. I'm an old agency. We all hanged out, but you know, uh, but it's not because I don't want to. It's like everybody lives separate. Like fucking LA is huge, bro. Like, we got people living in the Valley and Orange County and Pasadena, Long Beach. Like everyone's everywhere. So I get it. I get it. No worries. Um, but but you know I try. Like I said, I try to go um, and explore. One thing that really does help, and if you move somewhere new and and you want to feel a little cool, like when you get homesick or whatever, just fly. Ask people to fly in. Like just invite people to go to your place. Cause I've had people come in and I, I promise you it feels way better. Like, like, you know, baby D came out ATL Jose, like they, they've been out here and whenever I have people over, like it's the best, like it's, I get to show them what I've been up to. You know, I, I, I give them the tour. I give them the whole, uh, the whole LA experience kind of, <laughs> uh, but, but that really helps out when you're getting homesick and, and, you know, technology these days, you could FaceTime and, uh, text and be real and <laughs> and Instagram, whatever, whatever. Like you still have that that constant communication with your with your friends, but you know, not not being there physically. Like you know, it, it makes a difference. It makes a difference. So I really do appreciate when people come over. If you're listening to this, you want to come over, hit me up. <laughs> hit me up. I got, I got an inflatable couch here. It's, I live in a studio, but. But it does it, it does really make a difference and and it's really cool. They they, they say that there's um what is it, the four stages of of like I remember when I studied abroad in Italy, they walked us through like the four stages of of studying abroad and it was like one was the excitement right like the first first few weeks you're there you're excited you know you're you're pumped you're I mean I'm in L A like Hollywood like 
you know, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm, 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 I'm kind of into film. Not really. I'm, I, I'm a junior cinephile. If that makes sense. Like I'm, I'm all right. Uh, but when I, when I got here, this, this, this recently, like I was so excited because everywhere I walk, like, like last week there were fucking filming outside my apartment. I don't like Paramount was out here, Paramount and Sony, they were filming something. I don't know what they were. They were being secretive, but like, that's really cool. Or like down the street, literally down the street. When I go to Taco Bell, I know <laughs> Taco Bell, what it does or the taco trucks, but sometimes I just want Taco Bell because it's quick, you know, and whatever, whatever. Don't judge me. But whenever I want, like when I walk down the street, the Seinfeld apartment is there, bro. I grew up watching Seinfeld and that fucking, the outer shell, the, the outer takes or, or whatever you want to call them. The, the, the takes of Jerry's apartment is literally right here. The Shelly, it's right down the street. That's so fucking crazy. Uh, you know, and so, you know, cool experiences like that are really, really interesting. Um, but you know, it, it takes a while, but you really got to make an effort to get adjusted, uh, and comfortable with it. And, and, you know, I've been, I've been, I've been putting myself out there to meet new people and, and I, I go to LACMA a lot, the museum, uh, <laughs> it's, I, I go because, you know, for those in Austin, you know, you guys know blues on the green, really similar concept where you just go, it's, it's a park, you lay your down your blanket or your chairs or whatever, you bring your Yeti cooler, you bring your beers, your wine, whatever, your snacks, and you just vibe out and listen to music. And that's what I do on, on LAC, at LACMA on Fridays. And so I've taken a few friends there, like when Baby D and Jose came, I took them there and it's a pretty chill vibe. And so I've been doing that. And every time I go, I talk to new, like new people. Um, you know, you know what the hardest part is a follow up. Like when you meet someone new, like you're, you're vibing that night, you're having a good time. Cool. But how do you follow up with that? Right? Like that's always a weird one. Uh, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm, I'm out here making friends. Do not ask me about the dating life. I will not talk about the dating life. It's non-existent out of here. <laughs> and it's cool. It's cool. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But but again, I'm I'm just I come out here from with an anthropology mindset, a sociology mindset, and I'm looking, I'm exploring. Every you know what's crazy here about LA is everyone's so fashionable, everyone's so cool, trendy, and and here I am with my fucking like I just dress comfortable, right? Like I like I like uh, dry fit shirts because I sweat, and and I like I like being dry. I I, I like shorts because I hate wearing pants. I don't care, I don't really care too much about sneakers as long as they're, they they look aight. Now I'm good, right? So, so you got a basic, you know, some would say a dad fit, um, but like that's, that's it. And then, and then you got all these cool kids. Like a lot of people out here are fucking like TikTok influencers and shit. And they dress pretty, even at work, dude. Like, I mean, it is a creative field and like everyone, like everyone's just dresses really cool. And, and I'm just, I'm just toast. I'm Jesus. I'm, <laughs> I, I, you know, I hate to say it, but just a regular basic dude, uh, an average Joe. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it, it took a while to get comfortable here. Uh, how different is LA from Texas? Ooh, yeah. Good question. Good question. You know, I think, I think I've, I, I've talked about it already. Um, but but yeah, it's a little different. There's more more of a Hispanic community than than in Texas, and or sorry, there's more of a diverse Hispanic community than in Texas, uh, because there literally is everything 
in in LA and it's big too. It's not like like in Houston for example, like yeah, there's a Salvadoran community. Yeah, there's a Guatemala, maybe not so much Guatemalan, but like Salvadoran Honduran for sure. But over here you got like Guatemalan, you got pretty much everybody from South America. Like there there it's 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 pretty like I mentioned earlier, pretty diverse, which I th- I think is pretty cool. And one thing I like about LA is and and you, we didn't get this a lot in Texas, but LA is like a cultural hub. Like you know, when someone from you know from Europe or from Asia or whatever, like they want to come to the US, I think I think it's either going to be New York, Chicago, or LA. And and I'm telling you, dude, so many like foreign travelers come through LA, and that's really cool. And so I always get to like meet cool people, and that's something that I wouldn't get in in you know in Austin or in Houston, except like during Formula One week. Uh, which is coming up, I think, I think, um, but, but that's really cool. Like I like to ex- like meeting new people like that. I always get stopped when I'm wa- walking in the train. I always get stopped like, Oh, how do you get to the observatory or how do you get to Hollywood? And I, I pointed them out. Uh, but that's really cool. Uh, even with like the Hispanic Mexican community, I think that's pretty cool. Like we all have different nuances that, that make us different. And I think I mentioned in the past, like, you know, like if you look at our map, you look at Texas, the people that migrate from Mexico to Texas are going to come from Nuevo León, Tamaulipas, Coahuila, San Luis Potosí. Like, obviously, they're going to come from everywhere, but like, that's the big, that's the big one. Like that, those are the, the the majority groups. People that come to LA, they come from the opposite side of uh, of Mexico. So you got people from. Baja California, Sinaloa, Nayarit, bro, I didn't even know about Nayarit, I didn't even know Nayarit was a state until, like, I met people from, like, here in LA that were from there, Jalisco is a big one, Uh, Baja Sur, California, is that, I I think that's the thing, anyways, you got that, that, that chunk right there, and, and so, they have a different, you know, cuisine than, than what I'm used to, they listen, their music's a little different. They're more into banda. They're more into like stuff like that. And over there, like in Texas, like we listen to Conjunto. We listen to Tejano, like Norteño, like Invasores, Cardenales. Over here, they listen to, you know, banda stuff, you know, like, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> but, but you know, you, you get what I'm saying. So, so that's a little, you know, the food, you know, Aguachile. I didn't have Aguachile until I got here. Now it's like catching up in Texas because, you know, tiktok and shit but i remember when i first got here to la in 2010 11 when i fucking first had awachila i was like mind blown i was like what and i remember when i'll go home on leave to to houston in like 2011 2012 people didn't even know that birria oh my god dude i would eat birria out here but not like that quesa birria like all that shit you see on tiktok like just traditional birria that you get out of quinceanera or whatever like i would eat it here and i'm like dude this is fucking fire and nobody would have it in texas because you know that's that wasn't our cuisine or at least the the social circle that i hung out with so you know stuff like that is really different music's different the way we dress right for us it's casual to wear boots um you know i know when i I wear a suit or when i wear slacks or, or whatever like i don't like dress shoes i wear boots you know here they look at you weird they look like what this guy uh, <laughs> uh stuff like that let me see I, i'm the, probably the most hated person uh in la because i'm an astros fan i can't even wear my shit dude and i have a lot of astros gear bro a lot of astros hats astros jersey 
can't even wear it out here. I have to wait till I go to Texas. And it's not that I'm afraid. I'm not. I'm not scared. I just. I would rather avoid com- like conflict if I can. Um, but also, I'm by myself, bro. If I get in a fight, who the fuck has my back? No one. <laughs> I have been going to Dodgers game though. Dodger games are fun. I'm not a lie. I'm not a lie. I think. I think Dodger Stadium's a little better than Minute Maid Park. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but the Padres. Petco Park, way better. Like, one of the best parks I've ever been. Like, I love going there. I could just go there and chill. I don't even give a fuck who's playing. If they could just open the concourse without any game, I would go. Like, it's fucking tight. Um, Let me see. Burritos. Fucking burritos everywhere. Like, they're everywhere. I love it. Uh, I miss, I mean, of course they have tacos, but but burritos is their shit here, yeah? I do miss breakfast tacos. Like, dude, like, fucking torches. I miss that shit. (laughs) Uh, But... But that's about it. And then the bar scene. What's really cool is uh, the different, the different, uh, the different bar scenes out here. Like you know, every area has like their thing. I like drinking in Koreatown because because it's pretty chill. It's 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 not. You don't get that Hollywood glamour, but you also don't get like like it's not. I don't even know how to explain it. It's like in the middle, right? So like if you, it's good though to switch it up though, because like if I want something exciting, like more like clubbish, I'll go to Hollywood, West Hollywood. If I, I haven't been out to the bars in Santa Monica or Venice, which I imagine they're fucking tight too. Uh, but but like when I go like to like when I want to listen to reggaeton or stuff like that, I go to downtown because there's a few a few clubs there. They they got like a, a rock and espanol place, you know. I got cool shit like that, so I, I'll go to those. Uh, and I just try to switch it up every weekend. Uh, but 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 it's hard to go out by yourself, right? Because if you go out by yourself, like you know, people don't want to talk to you because people might think you're a creeper, right? Like I don't know. I just feel like it's weird going out by yourself. Um, sometimes I'll like meet friends, like I'll go out and introduce myself, but but how well do they know me, right? Like I, they they're, they're skeptical of me, right? So so it's a little it's a little weird. Um, but uh, you know I try to do my best to hang out and 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 meet people and and stuff like that. Uh, let's see. Do you see? Do you see yourself living in LA for a few more years? That's uh, that's a that's a good question. I, I think that's a fair question. I don't know. Um, I do see myself moving around LA. Uh, I don't know if I would settle down here uh, because I I, I want to explore. So, um, San Diego is fucking fun. Uh, I wouldn't mind uh, you know going down there. San Francisco is fucking beautiful. Uh, also I wouldn't mind going up there. Uh, California has a lot to offer. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know. LA is fun for sure. For sure. Um, but, but, but the question is maybe, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I see myself more than five, but I can see myself up to five if that makes sense. Uh, but again, like with this job, with this industry that I'm at, like, like you never know. Right. So, but, but for the time being, I'm enjoying LA and I'm excited to explore more. Uh, I really like Silver Lake. I really like Echo Park, uh, which is crazy because those are, <laughs> those, those are like, um, they're, they're, they're gentrified, but I, but I like them. They're chill. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, Santa Monica would be cool too, or Venice. But like, again, like I'm still exploring LA and I think, 
I think if I were to stay another year, I, I would left, I'd definitely move around. But I like Koreatown, though, too. Koreatown is tight because it, it gives me, like, New York vibes, right? I've never been in New York, but, but uh, like, all the buildings here are, are buildings. Are, it's all apartment buildings after apartment building and apartment building. And then everyone takes a train. Everyone takes a bus. There's always people walking on the street. Always. Uh, it's fucking hard to park around here. Like, you cannot park a car here. Um uh, and there's restaurants and bars and I like it. I like it. Um, you know, there's taco stands everywhere. Uh, but I still go to Taco Bell. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, mean, I go to Taco Bell every now and then, but I also like to explore the taco trucks. Um, but I don't know, like Koreatown's pretty tight. It's pretty dope. Like, um, I don't know. I don't know. All right. So let's go to the, the next portion of the podcast here called the closeout Q and a, and, um, you know, uh, I will ask the, the five questions that I ask all my, my guests. I will, I'll answer them. So what is the best pa- piece? Of, sorry. What is the best piece of advice you've ever received? Uh, so being being in the creative field, um, it's always like, you know, I'm not I'm not a creative myself, but we're in this field where we pitch crazy ideas, where we want to make the best commercials and, and stuff like that. And even myself, like, you know, when I when I want to try something new, when I, when I want to wear something from from <laughs> something that I see on GQ, <laughs> when I want to try new new things, uh, you, you know, it's it, it, it's always intimidating. Everything's always intimidating. When I started this podcast, it was intimidating. I was like, who the fuck's going to listen? Thank you if you've been listening to it. I really support. Uh, I really appreciate and thankful for your support. But but, it, but when you want to do stuff like that, and you're like, fuck, I don't know. So there's this quote that, I, that, I, that I've heard when I was in school, in ad school, and in, in the industry, and... and and there's a there's a famous ad agency uh, by these two great great uh, advertisers Dan Wyden and David Kennedy, which uh, they both have passed away. Dan Wyden just recently passed away, uh, so you know rest in peace to both. Uh, but one of their quotes that they had was "Fell harder," and you know these guys, you guys might not know them, but I guarantee you guys have seen their work. They are the guys that created "Just Do It" for Nike. And they created a lot of cool stuff, but uh, but one of the things, one of their 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 mantras or the the thing that they lived by was fail harder and 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 go out there and fail and and keep trying and 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 just keep doing it, you know, keep trying new things. And if you fail, you fail, and you won't know unless you fail harder and 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 just keep <laughs> keep failing because from that failure, success gonna happen. And so, you know. Uh, my whole, you know, my, my, my career, like, this is what I've been, what I've been doing. Fuck it. Felt harder. Fucking when I have to write something, I'm like, when I have to, uh, you know, come up with these strategies or, or whatever, like, I'm just like, fuck it. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Uh, so fell harder, everyone, whatever you want to do, fuck it, fell it. Like I have a folder in my inbox and it probably has like 50 mail, like 50, 50 emails. But I save all my rejection letters. That's fucking weird, right? I save them all, and you know, or, or whenever, whenever someone tells you you're not good enough, or whatever, just fucking keep keep doing it. Fell harder. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, 
that's one of my favorite one of my favorite ones you know at least right now um what is your absolute dream job dude if i could get paid to follow and travel the world and eating with like my homies that would be awesome kind of like uh i don't know if you guys seen um that show aziz anzari uh master of none like that show that he goes like the bff travel show like that's what i want to do and the reason i say bring my friends is because i like to get perspective of like where i'm from and i get in perspective from other people like like my homies like you know like we could all go and 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 eat and i don't know it's just going out with your homies and 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 traveling the world and eating like that that, that'd be cool right like imagine like a youtube channel and, and and doing that that'd be cool trying new stuff and it's really cool like like i like i haven't traveled a lot with my friends but when i do man it's fun and, and it's interesting to get their perspective because like you know we're both from a similar area but i'm like what do you think about this <laughs> uh, you know it's it's cool it's cool um i i went to to europe with deflow and i had already been to europe but going with him was was also interesting to get his take uh because he saw a different even though we're both from texas we were both from when Texas. i don't know like we're both similar but but different you know uh so that was really cool that was really cool and so i think that would be cool how many times did i say cool take a shot for 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 every time i say cool. <laughs> oh shit all right if i visited your hometown what local spots would you suggest i see so I'm going to change it up a little bit. I'm going to say, for my hometown, let's let's just say L.A. So if you wanted to come to L.A., what local spots would I suggest you see? Um, you know, you got to do, you got to do uh, the Hollywood sign. <laughs> no, no, that is cool, but, but, uh, but there's a lot to do in L.A., right? There's a lot. Um, I like, I'm going to, I'm going to say my hood is Koreatown. So I'm going to tell you where to go to Koreatown. Now, I haven't been to a Korean restaurant yet. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I haven't been because Korean style barbecues, like you got the centerpiece and you got to cook the meat. First of all, I don't like that concept. I'm going to pay you to for food. You, you, you got to cook it for me, bro. I want to cook it myself, <laughs> but I understand that's part of the experience. So I cannot do that by myself. I cannot go to a Korean restaurant by myself and just cook. I'll look sad, bro. Cause everybody in there is with parties. Everybody's in there with friends, having a good time, grilling it up. That's, that's like, a, that's a regio style, right? Like people in Monterrey, you fucking, you fire up the grill, you're, you're, you're grilling, you're drinking with your homies. Like that Texas, bro. And Houston, we do that shit all the time too. So it would look sad if I go in there by myself. So that's why I haven't been to Korean barbecue restaurants. Uh, but I have been exploring the bars. I have been going stuff like that. So, so I love the Prince. The Prince is this bar across the street, which I thought was just like a regular bar, but apparently is the bar uh, from New Girl, where I, I I never seen New Girl, but apparently that's where Nick goes or or works. So it's a really cool place. I like going there because the chicken is fire, bro. It's like a pollo rostizado kind of type of thing. I wish I could take tortillas in there, bro, because that shit fucking slaps. Uh, but but that place is good. Good cocktails, good drinks. Uh, and like the vibes in there, like it's a Korean restaurant, but it doesn't feel like it. Like they don't they don't come off Korean because they have the place decorated like like a mid-century um, leather seats, like really like really mid-century place, you know, red velvet carpet. Like it's just it's just crazy. You just got to go there and check it out. 
Um, Break Room 86. I love Break Room 86. I, I, every time I have friends come there, I take them. Uh, mostly because the music's pretty good. Like it's all eighties music. It's super eighties in there. And the music's pretty cool too. Like they don't like, it's all eighties, but like, it's all like remixed. I don't know. You gotta check it out. It's pretty cool. Uh, there's another spot. I always tell people to go to grand central market to, to eat, especially like when, when you, when you're with a group, because you know, sometimes someone's craving like Chinese or someone's craving like Italian pizza, whatever Mexican me. Like I always go for tacos in the morning, micheladas, I like going there on Sundays just because like the options there are like, there's so many great places. They got a pupuseria in there. They got a uh, coffee shop. They, it, it, it's just a big market with all these restaurants, but there's a place that I love called uh, Villa Moreliana and they do like Michoacan style carnitas and bro, whew, it's a little pricey, but it's like five, six bucks a taco, but bro, two of them, it's like four. Two of them are probably like the size, like you probably feel like you ate four. Like it's pretty good. Like I love that place. And they give you a taco while you wait. So you can like munch through while you're waiting. It's really good. Really good. The carnitas there are fire. Fire. All right. Uh, if you could be on a reality TV show, which one um, would you choose and why? So I, I guess I kind of already answered that with the the absolute dream job. But but honestly, like I think, I think now, like if there was a real version of the office where people followed people around, <laughs> like just all the shenanigans, like you get at work, like it'd be fucking funny. Like I think that's why I love the office because I don't know, like everyone has a Michael, everyone has a, a Toby, <laughs> everyone has a, you know a Kevin, a Stanley. So I think that's why I like the office. A Dwight, oh my god, the Dwight's that I have met. <laughs> Uh, but I, I think like if I could be on a reality show and, and, and it would be something like similar to the office where like a reality TV show in the office, maybe not this office, like this office is where I'm at right now. Like everyone's pretty cool, but at the last, maybe the last, I don't know. I, I just feel like all offices are, are similar. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying. Like I, I just, a, a show like that would be funny to, for me to be in. Um, okay. So what book movie? Have you read, seen recently podcasts? Uh, would you recommend and why? Ooh, um, that's a tough one. No, I just you know with all these streaming platforms, it feels like there's so much shit to to watch, right? Um, but you know, podcasts. I saw that Spotify has audiobooks, so I'm gonna try to get into that. But they, you have to buy the audiobook, so uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'll get Audible. Uh, just because, you know, as much as I want to make myself believe that I like reading, <laughs> I mean, I enjoy reading, but it's just, you have, like, I have to get in the mood to read. Like, I just, don't, I can't just pick up a, like, I don't know. So I think maybe, I, I love podcasts just because I can consume them easily. Uh, so I think maybe I'm going to try audiobooks. But, but anyways, but a book that I did finish, uh, which was really cool. And I've mentioned it. I know I mentioned it because it's been taking me this long to finish it. Is the shoe dog, and it took me a while to finish it, but I I finally finished it. And and honestly, that's one of the best books I've ever read. Like motivational wise, like you know, a a, 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 a I don't want to say a rags to riches stories, but like like a, like a building a company from the top to the bottom. Like oh my god, I got so inspired by the shoe dog, and the last chapter like. 
So if you if you do read the shoe dog, I'll I'll not spoil it, but it's only from the beginning of Nike up until he makes the the public company, which I was a little bummed out because I thought they were going to talk into the the Michael Jordan stuff and the Wyden and Kennedy, which which were the people that that gave me the 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 famous quote or advice. Uh, I, I thought they was going to go into that, but it, it really didn't. It just it was like it's pretty much like the sixties and seventies of Nike. Uh, which was like the struggling times, right? But anyways, it's the last chapter, like I almost cried. Like I was fighting back not to tear up and I was reading on the airplane and I'm like, I, don't want, I might've teared once or twice, honestly. Like the last ending was just really powerful. I don't know, maybe because I'm a sports guy, like I like sports and Nike, like obviously, like I see Nike different after reading that book. Uh, and Phil Knight, like he has all my respect, like cool guy. Um. I don't know. It was just a great book. Uh, if you're a young entrepreneur or even like if you're a runner, dude, read that book, man, because they're the reason running is running these days. I don't know. Like you got you got to just read it. Uh, if you're a sports enthusiast, you, you like an underdog story, just just read it. It's a great book. Uh, but but like I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of shit to watch. I will say House of Dragon fucking tight. I love it. Um, I was worried because, you know, the last season uh the last season of Game of Thrones, like the that that last season of Game of Thrones wasn't was spoiled. That it was like the last two three episodes that spoiled that. But anyways, Game of Thrones it was done. Whatever. House of Dragon, it's it's a prequel. It happened before Game of Thrones, a hundred years, maybe two. I don't, I don't remember. But uh, but if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, watch House of Dragon. It'll be cool. It'll be tight. You don't have to like watch Game of Thrones to understand it. And it's just fucking awesome and like the way they time jump i thought that was really cool too um because that's obviously what fucking fucked up fucked up game of thrones or at least the last two three episodes like they were just moving too fast i don't know i don't know but they they, they whatever they did in house of dragon like it's working it's pretty cool um i don't know go go watch it uh barry the last season of barry fucking cliffhanger huh like oh my god that i like i like barry just because the the comedic relief like it's fucking uh what is it uh han huh is it hank 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 he's so fucking funny <laughs> uh but but uh bury that cliffhanger at the end oh my god crazy stuff um that i started watching that 70 shows because it's on on netflix and i'm re-watching it probably this is my second time I wasn't I wasn't into it when I was a kid because my cousins were into it and I wasn't really into sitcoms around then and it just seemed really boring because it was like every episode's in the basement, their kitchen or their driveway and I was like, dude, this is nah, I don't know. But but now that I'm older and I get the jokes and I get that every time they're spinning around the room, they're smoking, like it all makes sense and I'm like, dude, this is actually not not bad of a show. So I'm enjoying it. So I'm I'm rewatching it for the second time to see what I missed. Uh, and how, how fucking, you know, pretty cool is that, uh, Ashton and, and Mila ended up getting married and here they are when they were young. Uh, I'm such a romantic at times. <laughs> uh, no, but I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, uh, but I mean, there, there's a, there's a, there's a new, uh, si- uh, spinoff coming. So be on the lookout for that sponsored by Netflix. I'm just kidding. I think it is on Netflix though. Rutherford Falls from the creator uh Mike Mike Sher from from the office he made this show I think I think it's a little corny at times but I just keep watching it and 
it's been I've been hooked on it, but it's a little corny. Not not usually the shows I go for, but it's all right. Uh, the Bear. The Bear is probably one of my favorite shows I've watched this year. It's so intense. I fucking had anxiety the whole that that one episode where like it's all in the kitchen. Oh fuck, dude! If you haven't seen it, sorry about that. What episode? Like I think it's like six or seven. I don't know what episode it is, but dude, the people that know know. Like it was, I think it was like a one shot episode. Dude, that episode was tight. Uh, but what a, what a great story. Uh, there's still questions that I have that. I don't know if they're gonna address them in season two, but but it was it was a good show. I know, like for people that worked in the industry, they say that it's really like on spot, like on on to, like on on the dot, and it's 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 really good. I I you know they really pay attention to detail, like what it's like to work in in the kitchen. I I've worked in the kitchen, so ah, once <laughs> one summer, ah. <laughs> but I did I did it was one summer, and 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 I I found it relatable, so I, I like the bear. Great show, watch it. Um, but that's that's all I have. Man, there's a lot of shit I need to watch. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that I need to get to. It's it's spooky season too, right? I gotta watch some some Halloween movies. I think my favorite Halloween. You know what? I'm gonna give you that. My favorite Halloween movie. Ooh, it's spooky season. Favorite Halloween movies probably. Ooh, I don't like scary shit. I don't, but I will tell you this. If you want to watch something, I guess not too scary with some comedic relief, but still on, on, on the spooky season, watch, uh, Adam Sandler's, uh, fuck. What is it called? Hubie, Hubie Halloween. Watch that one. I like that one just because it was the settings in Salem the it's just a beautiful scenery the whole movie like the 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 director of photography did a great job in that movie like like the the plot and everything is kind of corny and it's an adam sandler's movie right like it's it's corny it's gonna be corny but just like like the callbacks that they make to like happy like you know happy gilmore and uh billy madison that was pretty cool but but i think you just gotta watch it just because this this the scenery the scenic scenes and like the 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 background and it's just really cool so i i i, I have to say that's my favorite spooky movie right now for the halloween season. and monsters university which is another movie that inspired me to go back to school if you guys don't know that uh but that's it hope you guys liked the episode see y'all next time <laughs>